In this first scenario, you use Snapshot to analyze the motion of two airplanes in flight. The end result you are aiming for can be viewed in this completed scene you downloaded for the tutorial. It shows two animated World War II airplanes on specific trajectories and a ghosting effect created with the Snapshot tool and some transparent materials. However, the scene you start with is named dogfightstart.max and is not animated yet. Actually, there is already an animated camera and the length of the animation has been extended from 100 to 400 frames. You still, however, need to animate the airplanes prior to creating the ghosting effect. Typically, when you need to have an object travel on a path, it is advisable to use an animation helper for the task. You then link the object you want to animate to that helper. This usually gives you more flexibility and reduces potential problems. From the Create Helpers panel, create a point helper anywhere on the floor grid. In the Modify panel, make the size bigger to see it better. A value of around 1000 should be adequate. You may also find it easier to see by enabling the Box option. There are two planes in the scene. One is actually a torpedo bomber. Rename the helper Point Bomber. You start with that one. The bomber's flight is pretty straightforward and will be following the red path. With the helper selected, choose Animation, Constraints, Path Constraint. A rubber band originating from the selected object appears. Point it to the red path and click to relocate the helper to the start of the path. Scrub the animation. The helper travels on the red path between frames 0 and 400, but keeps the same constant orientation. In the Motion panel, enable Follow so that the helper properly reorients itself as it follows the path. Press C to view the scene from the animated camera's perspective. You can alternate between the camera view, C, and the perspective view, P, at any given time. With the helper traveling on the path, you can now link the bomber plane to it so that the two travel together. Select the bomber plane and use the Align tool to align it to the helper. Make sure you align the position of both objects in X, Y, and Z, pivot to pivot. This ensures the pivot points of both objects are sharing the same space. However, they still need to be oriented the same way. Align the XYZ rotations as well and click OK to exit the dialog. The plane is now oriented with the helper, but it is backwards. There are a couple of ways to adjust this, but the easiest is to give it a local rotation of 180 degrees on its Z-axis. Of course, at this point, it's still not connected to the helper. Make sure you are at frame 0 and use the Link tool to drag the plane to the helper and create a parent-child relationship. Now the two travel together. The red path is straight for a while and then curves left. You'd need to bank the plane for the turn. With the helper handling position data, you can add keyframes on the plane directly to manage rotation data. With the plane selected, go to about frame 200 and enable Auto Key. 
using a local rotation in X, rotate the plane to bank it into a nice left turn. Exit auto key when done. Next, you work on the fighter plane. The concept is similar, albeit a bit more difficult because the plane's maneuver is more complex. Start the same way. Create a helper. Name it Point Fighter. And constrain it to the blue path. Make sure you set it to follow the path. Align the fighter plane to it as we did before. And create the proper hierarchy. You still need to adjust the banking and the rotation, but before you get to that, play back the animation to take a look. The bomber's flight was pretty straightforward and constant. The fighter plane's flight is more complex and should account for acceleration and deceleration. It should slow down at the top of the curve and accelerate again coming down. Select the fighter helper. Right click and choose Curve Editor. This shows you the animation curve percent track that the helper is using. As you can see, it's very linear making the object travel at a constant speed from the beginning, 0%, to the end, 100% of the path. First, you need to change the default linear controller the percent track is using into something that you can control better. Select and then right-click the percent track and choose Assign Controller. Switch it from Linear Float to Bezier Float and click OK. The curve changes, but you still need to adjust it. Assuming the plane's flight at the beginning and at the end of the animation is fairly constant, select the two keyframes and set them to linear again. This brings you back to a linear curve, but now you can edit it in the middle to create speed variations. Move the curve editor window or minimize it for a second. Scrub the animation and keep an eye on the motion panel. The plane should be at its slowest between travel percentages 40 and 55. That's when it's well into the curve. This is currently happening between frames 160 and 220. You need to extend that range if you want that stretch of flight to be slower. Go back to the curve editor and use the Add Keys option to add two keys on the curve at around frames 160 and 220. Switch back to Move Keys when done. To extend the timing between these two keyframes, you need to move them around. Move the key at frame 160 to about frame 140, but leave its value to about 40% of the path. Similarly, Move the frame at frame 220 to about frame 250 and leave its value around 
Select both keys and adjust their tangents to get a fairly flat segment between them. This makes the plane decelerate as it reaches the top, fly at a constant speed for the roll, and then accelerate going down again. The numbers given are for guidance only. You are encouraged to experiment more with the curves. When you're done with controlling speed, close down the curve editor and select the fighter plane. Enable Auto Key. Using Rotate in Local Mode, animate the rotation of the vector rule, which I learned is the technical name for this particular aerial maneuver. At frame 0, rotate the plane slightly to the left. At frame 120, counter-rotate it into a bank to the right. At frame 200, rotate it even more. This is the most extreme angle in the roll. At frame 320, it needs to start leveling a bit. And at the end of the animation, it is banking more to the left as it gets behind the other plane. Use the Curve Editor to adjust and smooth out the rotation track in X. Play back the animation and adjust it as you see fit. Save your file. In the next movie, use the snapshot tool to create the ghosting effect.